0: Hello, Welcome to Electronic Quarterback, the video podcast where we explore the concept of leadership and technology. I'm here with Larry Lubin, founder of Blue Rush and uh, somebody I've worked with a couple of years now. And uh, so we're going to we're going to talk a little bit with Larry about this and and other things. But I thought maybe it'd be interesting to start. And I do know the story, so I know it's a good one. But uh, start with just the origin of the company Blue Rush.
1: Great. Um, thanks for inviting me, Steve. And I'd uh, love to tell you about the origins. It started actually as a contract at CIBC. Um, CIBC was actually looking to know more about each customer because what they were doing at that time was propensity modeling. So if they were doing marketing, they would send materials based on life stages, they would do all sorts of activities related to life stage, but they didn't really know much about the customer. Hmm. So the plan was, what can we do to find out more and then market to that? So the contract was really the, the, uh, the very beginning of what we do on the internet now is trying to know as much as we can about the customer and then market to that, know the right content at the right time to uh, do more business with them and make them happier.
0: Very cool. So it started as a contract, the contract turned into a company. Exactly. And, uh, and then when did uh, Len, the, uh, the other founder, partner Len Smofsky, when did he come into the scene? Well, I had known Len for a very long time, as you know, actually Mm -hmm.
1: since high school. And during the time I was doing that contract, I was in regular communication with Len. And I actually went to him with a business idea about the small biz whiz, which would have been a segment, almost a reality TV show. And then we started talking about what I was doing at, at CIBC and the financial health check. And Len started talking about video and using video, and and he was showing me things in the entertainment industry where they were playing reels of an upcoming movie and said, wouldn't it be cool if we could use this for business? Um, So we thought for a while, we came up with different ideas, and we started bringing these things out to clients to see what it would be like if we had, let's say, a landing page or a website and then some video that could play. And very quickly, that turned into something valuable and I realized, hey, Len, Len would be a great partner because I didn't
0: really know much about video, and he did. There you go. So let's talk about a customer engagement. And you know, both of us know this is a big, big thing that Blue Rush does to solve the problem of the challenge of customer engagement. But how, how much of a, have you seen that shift in the, in the many years now that you've been working uh, with, with internet-based technologies is it become more challenging, less challenging to get people's attention and then to do something with that attention?
1: It's definitely getting more challenging. You know, uh, they used to say that we had the attention of less than a goldfish. And I think that it's decreasing even further. A goldfish is something like eight seconds. Yeah, we're
0: seven below seven. that now. I think, yeah, they're nine, we're eight. I yeah. might be two. <laughs> so if
1: I wander, we'll, we'll do the best we can. But that's yeah. become a real issue now because um, there's so much proliferation of content. Um, you look at different segments like Gen Z and Millennials, um, their attention spans are getting shorter. So to try to get someone to be interested quickly is, is, is real tough. And our clients ask for what, what can we do? What can we do to get their attention?
0: Hmm. And you've been working with some of the greatest banks in the world, really, for most of your career, correct?
1: I would say so. Certainly the people in Canada think they are.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we agree. (laughs) Um, But where do you see, I guess, where do you see that? Where do you see the banking industry in five years? Um, And that's a broad question. So let's say from a more from a consumer facing perspective, what would be if I'm a customer of a bank and it's five years from now, what's that going to be like for me? Well, I'm going to tell a bit of a story. So today, actually, I had to go
1: by a branch uh, to, I, I should have actually used an app to deposit a check, but I felt like taking a walk. And I went to one of a new branch, I won't mention which one, and there were no tellers. Um, and I'm hearing more and more of these branches that are setting up in a very, very different mm. way. So we go back where everything was branches, and we go to today where everything is moving to pure digital you're doing things online or you're using your phone, we've already seen a huge change. But you could go inside,
0: like you went inside, yes. but there's no tellers.
1: You can go inside and there's someone at the front, um, almost like a greeter. What can I do for you? They have a few things that they can do, maybe get you
0: some U.S. cash. Mm-hmm. And then they
1: have a bunch of machines that they'll show you, you can do everything here on your own. Um, that- it,
0: can I ask you, I know you're going somewhere with that, so try and remember where you're going because I'm said, throwing yeah. you off here. Yeah, we're both under eight seconds on this. Is that better? Was it a better trip to the bank today?
1: Um, I think it, I, I didn't really need to speak to a person. So for what mm-hmm. I needed to do it was fine. And I think there's a lot more convenience, mm-hmm. much more opportunity to bank to do things in there ever was. The missing piece is um, that additional help for something mm-hmm. that's a bit more complicated. When it's a bit more complicated, I kind of want a bit more help than I can get. And I think that's where we come in. Mm.
0: What about the grocery store? Do you use the uh,
1: self-checkout? I'm okay with the self-checkout. Um, yet I speak to people who are, who are uh, older than me, and they're very unhappy with it. A, a buddy of mine in Vancouver is telling me he doesn't
0: like Walmart anymore. Because it's the self-checkout. Exactly. I use it, but not for the vegetables. Not for the. Vegetables. I, I can't figure that part out. But if it has the, the code on it already, I'll, as long as everything I have has the code, I'll use that. I actually like it.
1: You you know you can imagine in ten years from now that won't even be an issue. Yeah.
0: So I so as I said I knew I was swinging off, but we were talking about you know where does this go? In Five years? What's it like for me? So tellerless branches, check the box already exist. How about uh, my online experience or other ways that I might interact? with a bank.
1: Yeah. so uh, You can
0: go farther out than five years if you want. Well,
1: let, let's think of, uh, first of all, the online experience is already improving tremendously mm-hmm. if you think of what you can do. Um, if you think of a typical bank website that has content and navigation and having to do that, we can envision a time where everything is voice activated. Um, very simple choices. I'd like to open up a checking account. Mm-hmm. I'd like to open up an RSP. Um, Should I pay down my mortgage or should I contribute to my RSP? We're seeing a lot of opportunities right now to completely change that. Um, So I think that the future of banking will be digital, that digital will be a lot more personalized, and the interface will become a lot simpler than it is now, right down to the point where you don't even have to see anything at all. You ask for
0: what you want and it appears. So just like the Alexa or equivalent sitting in your kitchen, just start chatting away with
1: it that's exactly how how I see the future of it just just the way you would have never thought that a banking experience would be online if you think of ordering groceries online I'd like to order x and x and x and it shows up at your door Um, you can get a lot of help and if you Mm. do need to see a visual then Mm -hmm. that visual will be present and if you don't need it you you won't have it Um, so I think people should be preparing in fact if you look at websites and online banking i think the banks need to think even more futuristically in terms
0: of what that's going to look like mm-hmm. yeah so i was at the finnovate conference in the uk in Febu- february and a big topic there something you encouraged me to dig in on while i was there was uh, open banking and uh, i know you have some thoughts on that and uh regardless of the time it takes for open banking to be embraced here in Canada or in North America, it's probably just a matter of time. What do you think the biggest impact of uh, something like open banking is? Uh, maybe two parts on the banks themselves and also as a uh, at the consumer level. I think, first of all, for the consumer,
1: um, it's an opportunity to get... The right thing at the right time and the right mm-hmm. product rather than be stuck with one firm. Um, if you think of something like Airbnb, um, hotels that actually own no property to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? So you can think of products, I just get whatever's the best product. So I think the best players in the industry will actually assemble and make the distribution and convenience for the mm-hmm. best products for their customers. And those will be the um Th- those will be the, the
0: future of, of banking and, and financial products. So, and sir just connect the dots there for me again with Airbnb. So you're talking about then you're saying the assets, the kind of fundamental banking assets and, and capabilities are not as important. It's about the service delivery to the customer? Exactly. It's really, if you think
1: of the um, hotel analogy is they don't actually own properties. Mm-hmm. They yeah. just make a facility to distribute the properties mm-hmm. all over, they, they get access to everything that there is. Yeah. Uh, so banks today um, or even fund companies or anybody that has any type of product, um, they're, they're a provider of a product and they're a distributor. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if you just assembled the very best products, mm-hmm. the best products and you made access to them, convenience, the education, uh, the choice of them real simple, um, those w- will be winners in the future. Now, of course, there's a lot of regulation, so there, there's still concern um, on open banking, and, and, and you pointed out wisely that it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but it's really distribution, the right distribution.
0: Excellent. Okay, well, listen, thanks very much for your time today on Electronic Quarterback. Really appreciate Thank it. You, Always great, great chatting. Great to be here. Thank you for watching this episode of Electronic Quarterback. Don't forget to rate review and of course subscribe to our podcast and uh, we'll see you next time thanks very much